Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. Welcome back to another episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast. I still have stuffy sinuses. I am, I didn't completely annihilate that cold like we talked about last week. So last week I was starting to come down with a cold and I was hoping to kick it to the curb and I mostly kicked it to the curb, but a little bit of the cold kicked me to the curb, but it's fine. We're on the up and up. Um, I just still have like some stuffiness in my sinuses. So my voice still sounds kind of funny. I'm really sorry. I should have batch recorded these episodes so you don't have to listen to my voice like this. But um, I ran out of time. So a couple things before we get started. We are going to be talking about supporting your hormones when you are in that postpartum breastfeeding um, stage. And then also while you're pregnant, because I get asked that all the time. You're like, I don't have a cycle when I'm pregnant. So obviously I can't cycle sing. Um, what can I do to help support my body? Because you also don't want to do any strong detox or anything like that when you're pregnant or breastfeeding. And I absolutely agree. So we're just going to talk about that today. Um, but a few things first, let me fix my hair here is one, um, you guys, I hate mushrooms, like eating mushrooms, you know, those mushrooms that you saute and then you stick in the, um, I don't know, you just eat them. I hate them, but I love the, the benefits of medicinal mushrooms, like reishi, lion's mane, turkey tail, all of that. And my family always makes fun of me because they're like, you drink mushroom coffee, you take mushroom supplements, but you hate eating actual mushrooms. And yes, yes, I do. I hate eating actual mushrooms. It's the texture. They're mushy. I think it's disgusting, but I love the benefits of mushrooms. So that is why I take mushroom supplements. I do take, um, I do drink mushroom coffee. Um, I talk about all the time. I use King coffee, which has mushroom spores. As always, it'll be linked in the show notes for you guys. Um, I, it helps with a slow release of caffeine. So I love them because it helps not spike my cortisol and I just love, you know, coffee. It's my happy juice. And then I am specifically using a few mushrooms right now. I use uh, reishi because it is the king or the queen of all mushrooms. I'm not even sure which one to call that, king or queen, whatever. It's it's the best one. Um, it just helps so many things. It is especially one that I recommend to clients with PCOS or high androgens or androgens going down the wrong pathway because it can help balance that out, which is awesome, especially for a lot of people who struggle with, you know, excess hair growth, unwanted hair growth, unwanted hair loss, all that good stuff. So um, I use reishi mushroom uh, capsules highly recommend them. Um, I get them from Real Mushrooms. Your discount code is, I don't remember, it's in the show notes. Um, But I use them and I also use the five defenders from Real Mushrooms because I'm sick right now and it helps boost your immune system. And did you know there's actually mushrooms that have vitamin D? So uh, hello, now that I live in Michigan and there's no sun ever, um, 
in the winter, I will be taking that because um, I need some vitamin D. Anyways, so now that we've gotten that out of the equation, let's talk about supporting your hormones while you are pregnant or breastfeeding. So I have a podcast episode specifically on supporting your body postpartum and you can go back and listen to that. I think that's exactly what it's titled is supporting your body postpartum. Anyways, um, it is for that time right after you have a baby. So specifically postpartum. So, um, like for those first six to 12 weeks. Now this is going to be, you know, you're breastfeeding, you don't have your cycle, um, or you're pregnant, what can you do? Because I know I always talk about how to support your body with, you know, working with your cycle and you're like, Leah, I don't have a cycle and you can't do any sort of detox or anything like that. So what can you do? There's so much you can do. Starting with just simply supporting your body. Sorry, I don't mean to clap into the mic. I hope you couldn't hear that. Um, Number one, balance your blood sugar. How many times do you hear me talk about balancing your blood sugar? Probably so many times you want to smack me over the head. But you know what? Sometimes we need to hear things a thousand times before it just sinks into our little brains, okay? Balancing your blood sugar should be your number one focus for everybody, everybody. And this is something you can do while you are postpartum and breastfeeding and pregnant is balance your blood sugar. So how do we do this? That means every snack and every meal, you need to be focused on manually balancing your blood sugar, okay? So I know you're going, Leah, I don't have gestational diabetes. Leah, I'm not a diabetic. I do not need to balance my blood sugar. You can't see me right now, but I'm glaring at you. Yes, you do. Because when we have this blood sugar roller coaster and it's going up and down, that spikes our cortisol levels. And we all know that our body prioritizes making cortisol over our sex hormones like estrogen, like progesterone. And that is not great. And you don't want your body to be in this constant inflamed state, constantly in this fight or flight when it comes to cortisol. And so if we want to get your body out of that fight or flight, we need to start with just balancing your blood sugar, okay? So how do we balance our blood sugar? Really simple, okay? Every meal, every snack, you need to have protein, fat, carb, okay? Protein, fat, carb. And when you think about it, it's literally, I think about it as never eating a naked carb. Every single one of your carbs needs to be dressed, as in paired with protein and fat, okay? So, um, let's talk about, um, like what that can look like. So let's start with breakfast. So you want your breakfast to be within 60 to 90 minutes of waking. You want to be eating. Okay. And if you're going, I'm not hungry, that's a blood sugar issue. You need to be hungry. Okay. So just start with something light. You don't have to eat this massive gourmet breakfast. As soon as you start doing this, you know, start slow, start slow. Um, but you want it to be higher in protein and fat and then you add your carb to it. Okay. So for example, some, some of my favorite breakfasts are eggs with chicken sausage and a piece of fruit or a piece of gluten-free toast. Um, if you have no issues with gluten, like maybe you just want to have a regular piece of toast, that's fine. Um, I love overnight oats and I add protein powder 
and a fat to it. Um, so like nut butter, or I just have oats with the nut butter and I'll put extra seeds for fiber and I'll have chicken sausage on the side for my protein. Um, my other favorite one is buckwheat pancakes with eggs on the side. Um, buckwheat has protein in it, so that is really, really good. Those are my favorite ones, but when you're thinking about your breakfast, I try to aim for a minimum of 20 grams of protein, um, like 30 grams makes me happier, and then I build the rest of my plate from there. I think, you know, when it comes to blood sugar balance, if you can just start with your protein and build the rest of your plate, you're going to be doing a much better job. Women are everywhere are just chronically under eating protein. You need protein, you know, amino acids, you know, we need that for our brain. They're the building blocks for things. You need protein to help support phase two liver detox. So start with your protein and build the rest of your um, meal out. Okay. And that is the same thing when it comes to your snacks. So I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to grab this apple or this banana. That's fine. Can you put some nuts with it? Can you put some seeds with it? Could you put a hard boiled egg with it? You know, just pair it. Don't have any naked carbs. Does that make sense? Um, so basically you are just pairing all of your foods so that they keep your blood sugar balanced. Anytime you have like, you know, for example, someone just drinks a glass of orange juice and yeah, orange juice has vitamin C and, you know, benefits there, but it also just makes your blood sugar go straight up and then, you know, it's going to crash and then you're going to get more cravings. And I hear people say all the time, I have this midday crash. A lot of that has to do with setting your blood sugar up badly in the morning. Also, tons of cravings at nighttime, imbalanced blood sugar earlier in the day. So if you focus on balancing your blood sugar every snack and every meal, you will find that you actually have less cravings because your blood sugar is not going up and down. When your blood sugar drops, you're going to crave sugar. You're going to crave carb because that's your body going, I need to raise my blood sugar. And what's going to raise it fast? sugar and carbs, okay? And so a lot of times when people have all these cravings, they think that it's a lack of willpower. It's not a lack of willpower. Um, it's typically imbalanced blood sugar and or lack of nutrients, okay? So focus first on just balancing your blood sugar every snack and every meal, especially if you are postpartum and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to breastfeed my child. Like I don't have enough hands for this. I totally get that. That's when I would just recommend um, getting support in prepping these things. So prepping snacks. So like I love making protein balls, protein energy balls. You can find a million recipes on Pinterest, you guys. Um, prepping hard boiled eggs. Those are another one of my favorites. Um, and then get your husband to come support you. Um, you know, I know that a lot of times women will also, you know, postpartum will come help. Um, and, you know, everyone always wants to hold the cute little baby, but maybe ask them if they can make protein balls for you <laughs> nicely. But yeah, because we need that type of support to keep our blood sugar balanced. So that would be my two cents um, there. Okay, so um, that is how, number one, how I would support your hormones um, in that postpartum period as well as while you're pregnant. Both great things that you can do. Um Okay, so what are some other things that you can do to support your body? I am going to say get a read on your minerals, okay? I I honestly feel like postpartum 
mandatory you should have a hair mineral analysis test i feel like it should just be built into the postpartum um protocol i also though think that like at your your six-week postpartum visit at your OBGYN, i also think that there should be a public floor therapist there to like give you an assessment so there's lots of things that i think that don't actually happen but anyways um because when you're pregnant baby takes what it needs mineral wise Okay, which for most women, actually all women, having a baby going through a pregnancy depletes your minerals by up to 10%, if not more. That's a lot. That's a lot. Ever wonder why you have so many like teeth issues or tooth issues? It's teeth issues, isn't it? Yeah, teeth issues. Um, while you're pregnant and then postpartum, you're so drained and you're tired all the time because your baby is not sleeping, blah, 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 blah. Yes. Okay, so... I will tell you that this is where hair mineral analysis could be really, really helpful um, in, in balancing your minerals. So while you are pregnant, you can actually do a cell salt protocol. Cell salts are really awesome for helping support your minerals while you're pregnant. Um, you can also just get a hair mineral analysis done. I literally just did one for somebody and they got a personalized protocol based off the fact they're pregnant so it has to be done specific to their pregnant because you have to make sure those mineral levels are safe for baby and all of that and then um I just did one as well for someone who is postpartum and we specialized it to the fact that she's postpartum because we're just giving 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 and your adrenals are getting tanked a lot of times when you're pregnant and you're postpartum um you know you're up all the time and you know you're not sleeping really really well you're going 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 so i would say that that would be the second thing that i would advise doing um just getting those mineral levels in there and supporting your body in that way um I, I just think that that would be really helpful. Um, something else that everyone can do is an adrenal cocktail to support their adrenals. So adrenal cocktail is just vitamin C, potassium, and sea salt. Um, it's, let me think off the top of my head. I think it's a half a cup of orange juice um, with like a half a teaspoon of cream of tartar and a sprinkle of Celt a half a teaspoon of Celtic sea salt and then you can put some coconut cream in there to help make sure that it doesn't spike your your blood sugar um just google it like the recipe will also pop up but I'm pretty sure that's the recipe that is also really really helpful to your adrenals postpartum um you know obviously it's just food so you can take that while you're pregnant as well but this is not medical advice so before you start anything else talk to your midwife or your OBGYN that is my triple triple disclaimer before you do anything obviously um but nourishing your adrenals during that time can be really really helpful um that's going to be my my second thing that I'm going to recommend. Um, nettle tea is also really high in minerals as well. So that could be something that, you know, you could ask your OBGYN or midwife if, you know, they would be okay with you consuming that pregnant or postpartum um, to help support your mineral levels. That would be something else that I would recommend. Um, and then this one is actually not food related, I would actually take potassium, magnesium, and boron baths. So um, I think I linked this in the show notes. Um, it's in a it's in a list called like detox, so you can get the actual like good brands. Um, but it's 
two cups of magnesium or Epsom salt, a fourth a cup of boron, and a fourth a cup of potassium. And the boron actually helps you absorb the magnesium better, and potassium helps elevate your potassium levels. And you can take that, you can take it as a foot soak, or you can do it as a bath two to three times a week, which will also support your your mineral levels. Stress depletes potassium like no other, like no other. And the more stressed you are, the more your potassium goes down, and then the more stressed you also get. So it's this vicious circle. So that can be helpful. Um as well and then you can also focus on getting potassium rich foods in throughout your day which can also be helpful um, during this period so that's like avocados coconut spinach um, you know google potassium rich foods that will help you um, and then oh i almost had a brain blank but i for, i remembered um sea salt so i use redmond's real sea salt but sea salt uh, or salt sodium is regulated by your adrenal glands and I a lot of times see a loss of sodium or I see really low sodium because your adrenals are just so burnt out so making sure you use a quality sea salt like I said I use Redmond's um it's linked for you guys and I love them I've been using them for going on my second year now and I will never go away from them I love them um I put it on everything salt is sodium is really good it's really helpful for you you also need it for your stomach acid to help digest food so yay for that so that would be what I would recommend okay so if you are in your pregnancy or you're in your postpartum journey is you would do um, I would support your blood sugar I would support your minerals considering getting a hair mineral analysis I would be taking magnesium boron potassium baths I would be doing an adrenal cocktail and maybe drinking nettle tea Um, that would be my two cents for what I would be recommending um I do think that you need to talk to your provider. You know, this is not medical advice before you do anything while you're pregnant or while you are nursing, um, making sure that you're being safe for you and for baby. But I think that those are some simple changes that don't take a ton of time that you can do to support your body, okay? Nothing excessive. You're not going to be pushing any detox. You're not going to be doing anything like that. But that's what I would recommend. And then something else that you can do that's just going to support your overall journey is reducing your toxic intake. So that's going to be endocrine disruptors. That's going to be... um you know, your skincare, your makeup, and all of that that may have toxins and all of that that you are absorbing into your body. So that simple thing that you could do is reduce your toxic intake. So let me know if you have questions there, Um, just some simple things that you can start to do. Obviously, making sure you're getting in a nutrient-dense diet is a obvious must there, but I think everybody kind of knows that. Um, But I would start with balancing your blood sugar. That would be my 35 cents um, because I gave way more than two cents there. Let me know if you have any questions as always. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.